you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. Hello and welcome to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, your host Liam Caswell. Join me as we lean in, get curious and take strategic and meaningful action to build our high performance nursing careers. Hello and welcome back to the High Performance Nursing Podcast. I am thrilled that you're here listening today. Um, We have got an awesome guest with us today. It's Nurse Jackie O'Connor, all the way from New Zealand, which is really far from Australia. It's not really. (laughs) (laughs) It's far from the UK listeners in the US, kind of. Um, But welcome, Jackie. I'm so pleased to have you you. here. Kia ora. Thank you for having me, Liam. It's It's a pleasure. I have been following you on LinkedIn, which all nurses need to be on. So if you're not on there, (laughs) get on it. This is not a sales pitch. We do not get affiliate links. Um, I've been following you on LinkedIn and following your journey and looking at, you know, what you've been doing in in, within your work. And it's awesome. So I'm thrilled to have you here. Before we dive in, I'm sure I won't do this as much service as you, but I'm going to read a little introduction about who you are, um, because I always think it's nice to hear someone else talk about you um thanks for writing this Uh, so (laughs) Hart Place with Nurse Jackie was born after a mixture of self-discovery and thoughts of if only I knew what I knew then what I know now Uh, there was so much about ourselves including our menstrual cycles really important things about us as carers that we'd never been taught not at school not from our four carers not through um our friends so many people still don't know this information unfortunately Heart Place with Nurse Jackie empowers carers and future carers to understand and celebrate their body, mind, to create unstoppable inner confidence, self-belief, and their own self-worth. No more taboo, no more secrecy. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Me too. It's so empowering. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I want to sign up. Where do I sign up? Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty to sign up on. So, yeah. <laughs> so tell us more about Heart Place. Yeah, okay. So, um, well, I'll start from the beginning is always a good place. Mm. Um, so I was I was born with a wonky heart. Um, I was a con- congenital heart condition kid, so a heart kid. Um, so hence heart place. Mm. Um, so my heart was physically mended when I was eight years old through open heart surgery. Um, and my first living memory ever is, is waking up in a procedure um cardiac catheter when I was four years old so um so so physically I was well mended um however as you can kind of conclude there was other trauma that kind of went with that um 
how and but it wasn't really addressed you know it was kind mm-hmm. of like it was sort of like once once we'll prioritize that physical thing and we didn't really ever talk about our feelings or or our emotions in those times so um so yeah so I just kind of developed behaviors and and um, tools to survive really um and they'll be pretty typical of your listeners so people pleasing perfectionism <laughs> busyness mm. um and and then and and they sort of served me right through through my life really um when I look back now um as I've done my healing journey I sort of can see that they contributed to some behavior that didn't serve me so you know like gossiping and um and um um unpleasantness and not niceness and you know so all that sort of um that sort of behavior that doesn't isn't my true authentic self Mm. um but that's what plays out when you have those sort of traumas and behaviors um but I just kind of kept cracking on and um it was pretty natural for me to get into nursing and um I went in um unhealed I went in disempowered (laughs) Mm. I sort of went in absolutely knowing how to do a blood pressure and how to um fold a fold a um, bed corner um but I certainly had never been introduced to self-care or boundaries never ever even heard of it um and I remember as a new grad you know having senior nurses and I'd be like oh I need to go to the toilet and they're like I haven't been to the toilet for 10 years you know those sort of lines yeah. and you're kind of like oh shoot am I never <laughs> going to go to the toilet again? <laughs> you know so it was really embedded really quickly that guilt culture um mm. so you know even if I was tired or worn out um you know certainly wouldn't have a day off wouldn't have a day off sick no way you know too much guilt um and of course I I burnt out or compassionate fatigued or moral dindried or whatever it was on a regular basis um so I would have the taps on the shoulder and then I'd have the four by four in the back of the head Mm. um and then um it was only really five years ago that I actually had the mat truck in the face um and it was really, it was definitely the universe talking to me because I had I had a benign, just a routine surgery under general anaesthetic. So my first general anaesthetic since my open heart surgery on the anniversary of my open heart surgery wow. at the same hospital. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just 34 years difference. Oh. Um, so, um, and I woke from that surgery without any control without any people pleasing without it like I lost all my tools Mm. absolutely lost all my tools and I fought I fought for them like I pushed and pushed and pushed um and my mental fitness just declined so I um was showing up with um anorexia agoraphobia claustrophobia panic attacks um anxiety so I was really my mental fitness was super low um Mm -hmm. and I fought and kept fighting and I was a nurse manager and um you know I need to be at work and I was had this important job and people relied on me and I had lots of caring and giving to do um and then eventually my body just was like no you can't keep doing that so I eventually surrendered (laughs) it was several months (laughs) um I was a smaller version of myself and 
in many in so many ways um and yeah through that um through through surrendering i you know wasn't being busy and i didn't have all those other tools um i got quite still and silent um so i didn't choose to do that that my body chose to do mm -hmm. that um and through being still and silent i heard the little whispers um so my intuition totally kicked in and my intuition led me to people and places where I did all my healing. Um, and you, you kind of name it, I did it. Um, mm. I just got super curious. And, um, and then I was like, why don't we all know this? <laughs> like, why is this such a secret? Mm. Um, and that's where I started creating space. Um, so, so um, you know, I didn't really know what that looked like at the time so this is sort of four and a half years ago and I just I created Heart Place with Nurse Jackie and mm. I did some workshops and I had a couple of coaching clients and um it just kind of morphed um and then I got really like super passionate about young people finding this out mm. so before us who had kind of lived and then it was a real practice for us to change our ways. Um, and so I created a space called Be Beautiful. And that was for young women. Um, and I guess in a way, I was really doing that to heal my inner child. It was kind of what I would have wanted as a young person. Um, and didn't have. And, and then as I've kind of journeyed on, I realized now I talk to more and more women there were lots of us that were struggling. So not just me with my heart journey and trauma, actually those who didn't have as much of a trauma were struggling to journey through that time as well. So um, so beautiful was beautiful. Um, and that was, I would in, invite yoga teachers and we would do mindfulness and lots of creativity, um, breath work, um, manifesting. Um, what else would we do? Yeah, just lots of mind tools. I would I would teach them things around energy and around their chemicals, so their um, endorphins and um, oxytocin, and easy ways to kind of mm. to heal yourself using those um, using those tools. Um, and then uh, and still I was still side hustling as a nurse, so this was all side hustling. I'm mm. also a mum to two young women um, and a wife. Um, and a friend and a daughter and <laughs> all those other societal things um and and I love connecting I I live in a suburb which I call my village um I'm a real villager I love connecting with people and um ensuring that my neighbor's well and um so that's really important to me to my well-being that I connect um but I also see that ripple effects off off to others um, so yes, yeah, pretty cruising along and sort of thinking, oh, I wonder where this is going to lead. This is cool. And, you know, um, having young daughters and then watching their mum kind of, you know, step into the arena mm. and, mm. you know, speak up. And um, particularly as a woman, we've been encouraged to be quiet and small and pretty. Um, so yeah, I was, I was well and truly in the arena. <laughs> um, and I had lots of flowers being thrown at me but I also had lots of kind of like what are you doing so mm. um and I had lots of brick walls that I that I had to hit um 
so that but that, that was all cool I was, I was really enjoying it meeting some cool people and making it making some difference so that was all working for my me and my values mm. um and then of course we got COVID um that's kind of like the line these days <laughs> yeah um and at the time I was working at a girls high school um and I'd been there six weeks the first nurse it was actually my high school my my school I went to so I felt really aligned to be mm. there and I was the first nurse and I set up the wellness room not the sick bay the wellness room um and I inherited two shitty beds and an expired EPPN and a and an expired ventilator and so I really you know I, I turned it around really quick yeah. and that's one of my strengths is, is setting up and getting things up and running um and so I was kind of like I was listening to podcasts and I'd actually went and started moonlighting at the COVID health line because I really did want to get abreast of what was happening and we we're in a wellness room it was actually an old house so it wasn't a purpose-built clinic mm. um so I was working with a physio and, and a counsellor. And so I had my alarm set and we were spraying and wiping. I was using all, <laughs> um, all natural detox products. Um, and um, I would say to the girls, right, change your sheets time. And so we kind of had a really cool system um, thinking we were, we, were, we were pretty okay. Um, but I couldn't, I absolutely couldn't access any PPE for us. We had no mm. PPE. And so the week before, um, I actually contacted our local MP and I said, look, we've got no PPE. You're saying we can't have a wedding with 100 people at it. But here we are with a school with 1,000 people at it. I've got yeah. no PPE. And um, so it was kind of like I was starting to get a little bit scratchy and edgy. And, and obviously my intuition was kicking in. And I was just about to start sort of thinking about going to the media because I thought, how am I meant to even be safe in myself and have everyone else safe anyway I didn't need to because two days later um we actually were the first community case at the school was the first community case of COVID mm. in New Zealand mm. um and by then um once that kind of came out um because my and that whole 10 days before everyone that had come through the wellness room was just um, headache and sore throat. So all my records are headache, sore throat, go home, headache, sore throat, go home, headache, sore mm. throat, go home. And I just thought, shivers or frick. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have I just put myself in front of? Mm. And um, we obviously shut down, we locked down big time, um, the whole country. So we... So yeah, so it was it was pretty horrific, pretty frightening. Like I was literally rocking in the corner, thinking I'd killed my my parents who were over seventy. Um, however, I also I had I've got amazing people in my life, and they're like, double up your meditation. <laughs> so I was doubling up my um, Oprah and, and um, Deepak meditation, and oh, wow. um, and the whispers came back, and they were like, hey, hang on a minute, twist this, put a spit on this. You've actually you've actually locked down the country, but you've also actually stopped the spread mm. of this. And I shared that with the community, and they they were all like, "Yeah, we did." <laughs> and we were because we were getting death threats, and you know it was early days, so wow. we were getting death threats. We were there was no kind of there was no wraparound support. There was no, you know, I heard from no one. 
um, you know, as the clinician of, mm. of the community, that was, mm. that was, I took that responsibility on massively. So we didn't, we just didn't hear from anyone because the whole country locked down. So there was no one <laughs> to yeah. hear from. Um, and so then, yeah, and then, you know, lockdown and then he back to, he did head it back and that was another journey of kind of trying to find PPE we had to I had to go to the government again and get pretty pretty ballsy to get the PPE so that then got that and then back to school and kind of it was sort of just it was business as, as usual mm. um and we we had we've had the odd little bits of lockdown like like you have um in between um and because I always had this end goal, because I was always, I had my, um, you know, my soul-driven passion business on the background, I always saw that role as my side hustle. Um, and and I could see that not addressing the trauma was not going to be a good idea. Um, and, I, and I was encouraging it, although essentially I was employed as a, you know, plaster and Panadol person. Um, however, that's not how I practiced. I, mm. I'm, I practice really holistically and mm. almost, you know, as a healer, really. Like I, um, and that's my, that's kind of my type of nursing is, is, is creating space and, and creating, you know, that opportunity to listen and hear. Mm. Mm. someone else yeah mm. um and so I did that with everyone that came through the wellness room so I was using a shit ton of energy you know <laughs> mm. um however I just kept saying you know I've got the same you know I've got the same goal it's all good I'll make it I'll get there um and and then this year it just exacerbated you know like it's I'm sure it's everywhere you know everyone's languishing everyone's in life limbo everyone's in life fatigue everyone's like what's next what's happening when are we ever going to leave this island like you know it's mm. it's it's in our ears it's in our face all the time so um it makes kind of sense that our young people are feeding off our energy <laughs> mm. so their their mental fitness their whole health well-being is 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 declining mm. so as the sole clinician sole nurse at a, at a large high school it just it just exacerbated and uh, there was no boundary up to it because the door just rotated you know um mm. so a lot of counselors they, they have appointments and um they can kind of sort of sift through what's going to come through the door whereas when you're the nurse you know it's just and um and also um i'm not sure about you guys but we 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 don't get supervision no no we don't either so no i mean can you believe no. that oh, no. yep. I, just, <laughs> I mean i just i mean that lands for me is like number one like mm. seriously like mm. do you not like i feel super undervalued um because I know, um, you know, I was earning, I was employed as a support worker. I wasn't even employed as a professional. Yeah. Um, and and then just not not 
believing that you know as a whole profession that we have supervision op- options to us it just blows mm. my mind mm. for what we see yeah it's one of the, hey. the fundamental flaws i think in nursing isn't it yeah. that we we you know we like you talk about we we care for people they're they're most vulnerable um, yeah. And we go through some of the most traumatic things that people can't even begin to understand mm-hmm. um, that have never gone through it. You know, lay people on the street and uh, yeah, we just pick up our bag and get on with it yeah. seemingly and we're fine. Yeah. And I love, I, I want to pick up on, you know, what you're talking there about that being unhealed. Mm. I find that fascinating. And as you're saying that there, I'm thinking of my own journey and I'm thinking mm. of the things that I've been working on mm. and um and what you know my previous during my childhood and my traumas mm. and experiences and mm. um things bring up for me because when I came into nursing it was the same I mm. knew how to do all of the tasks and I was great at being busy um mm. but not until uh, I was maybe four or five years ago where I actually had that moment like yourself where I just went mm. hold on like what's happening here? Why am I behaving like this? Yeah. Why am I so out of alignment? I don't I don't know what my values are. I don't mm-hmm. know what my strengths are. I have no ability to advocate for myself because I feel like I've got such low self-worth. Mm. Uh, I went through all like you know yourself, and uh I think it's so valuable that we're talking about it because there are so many people that are going through that in healthcare mm. right now, mm-hmm. especially nurses, because you're mm-hmm. right. We had a, a social worker on, on the podcast and she has supervision every week or every fortnight. And it just pays dividends um, mm. from personal, you know, personal development, culture, mm. workforce, mm. engagement. I mean, it's a no brainer. Look over it. It's just really sad, isn't it? Well, we've, and now that I'm so reflective of it, I'm like, I've enabled that I've enabled it and choice (laughs) yeah and then and then I then eventually got to the point where my personal and professional safety was really at risk because I didn't Mm. I couldn't boundary it and I wasn't well supported um and I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at all I'm just saying Mm. that that's how it's set up um because that's the norm not saying my particular location was like that that's actually we've normalized that and so um so I actually walked out I actually walked out of there and um and I did that because I had to save a life and that was my own um and I'm actually as as tough as that was because there's 750 students there who who say you know you're the new Jackie you're the best thing that's here Mm. um and but I had to show them when you're not safe and you're not supported that it's okay to walk away. Mm. And it was a massive call for me, but I'm super proud of myself, super yeah. proud of myself. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I won't say never, but I'd be surprised if I put myself in that position again, where my value is not met. Mm. Um, because I now know, and what I mean by that is, um if I'm valued for my worth, then I can do even more caring and more healing and more giving um, because then I can look after myself so I can top myself up so then I can show up again as the best version of myself. Mm. 
And I've got all those tools. I know how to do those. Um, what's super exciting that's happened just in the last couple of weeks is I got, um, you know, just pretty much using using the introduction that I shared with you, I just got um, an um, amazing amount of funding. And I've just been um, accepted to do um, Lissa Rankin. She's a medical doctor in the States her whole health medical institute course so it's healing healers so it's for healthcare professionals um which I'm so excited about because um I read every word she wrote (laughs) for the last 15 months she's been incredibly supportive through COVID um she's she's similar journey to us (laughs) she had a mat trap moment and she got curious and she's created this space and um and I'm going to be part of it so I'm really excited and she's like she's friends with Bruce Lipton, Brené Brown, Oprah Winfrey so it's going to be oh my goodness it's going to be steroidal (laughs) (laughs) so you you think what I've got so far is good you wait (laughs) that's so exciting so exciting and you know it's it's so refreshing because I think sometimes you don't really realize all the people out there that are doing this great work um, you know, one, if you're not aware of what's going on with yourself internally, you don't yeah. know what's going on, like who's out there to help. Um, and it's so empowering, I think, for nurses to hear that there are nurses that are doing this. Um, for me, I get stuck in this and, you know, I'd love to know your thoughts about this. I get stuck in this idea of um, the job is challenging. The job is complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot from us. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, like you say, and I've never thought of this until today. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Is mm-hmm. we come into it unhealed. Mm-hmm. So we already have this level of shit mm-hmm. that we've got to deal with that we're not dealing with. Yeah. Um, and then we just add layers on top of that. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. mentioning, you know, people come into the profession at different stages in life with different uh, life experiences. I find it really uh, reassuring that there are people like you doing this. But for me, I go to this point where I go, well, can we get to a point where we are, and your evidence of this, so you can have answered my question, but can we get to a point where we are healed, um, that we can go back into the profession and do the job that we all love, despite all of the ongoing challenges that the workforce presents, such as culture, bullying, A hundred percent. I hundred percent think we can. There's. It'll look quite different. Mm. Um, first of all, they'll. You know, we'll have to go through some discomfort just to to look at those areas. Um, but like you say, I'm proof. You know, I just went through some discomfort, and then I've come out, and this, and the gold nuggets and the silver linings are, are presenting themselves. So, mm. you know, through and you see all those memes. You know, you step step through the discomfort and you and you get, get through and, and you see you know the glory on the other side. So, definitely there's that. I mean, you have to be prepared to feel mm. uncomfortable. We're not. We've generally not been grown up to feel uncomfortable. We're sort of being sugar coated or told to go away until you you know you're happy. So, mm. um, and then we've got all those limiting beliefs that are embedded into our subconscious. So, we only live five percent of our you know within our five percent of our consciousness so Mm. we really need to see what those limiting beliefs are um so a couple of mine was um seeking validation so i could be brave but then i'd be seeking valid what do you think like this and as i journeyed through i discovered that was you know as a four-year-old my parents had to validate me that i was in the right place i was in hospital we needed to do this trip you know this this um procedure and you're going to be okay we're going to look after you so 
it was really embedded in me was seeking, seeking validation um, and same with busyness. If I stayed busy, I didn't have to go to those discomfort, you know, to the discomfort. So, so I've had to sit with discomfort. I don't know about you. Have you had your moments of sitting with? Yeah, dis- definitely. Yeah. Over the last five years, I've, I've yeah. sat with discomfort and, you know, discover people like Brene Brown. It's like choose courage yeah. over comfort yeah, and all amazing. of that stuff. And you go, thanks, Brene. But in yeah. practice, how does that work? But you're right. It is amazing to sit there and to stop for the first time and to listen mm-hmm. um, to yourself. And yeah. I'm really curious about how in tune you are with yourself I find that you know phenomenal um, and I applaud you for it because you know it's hard work like it's like you say it's hard work getting to that point and I think for me my experience has been that a lot of the people that I work with and haven't gone to that place whatsoever and mm-hmm. the ben it's frustrating almost because i look at it and I go imagine if we had a workforce where everybody knew their strengths and values oh my gosh, that's my word that's my word am yeah. i either satisfied or frustrated like, <laughs> um, i'd love to know you have you done human design i haven't done human design yeah, i'm gonna send you to the link that. because yeah. i bet you i bet you the same as me i bet your generator if you're saying the word frustration yeah yeah uh, I've human done, design's I've, gold yeah. Yeah, yeah i did um disc profiling and you know all of yeah. that stuff and, and lovely yeah, and doing all of that you know even yeah. though there's lots of stuff and you do lots of it for free online yeah. if you're listening and yeah yeah um but I paid a couple of people to do a different, different things. And it was fascinating to see who I was as a nurse manager mm-hmm. and who I am naturally and how mm-hmm. far away I was like my energy, um, my energy as a nurse manager, I was dealing with policies, rosters, numbers, yeah. budget, moral, boring, boring. compass was out. Yeah. I was completely out of sync. Yeah. And it's so funny because like yourself, people say to you, but Liam, this place has never been as good. And I go, well, that's because I try to do the best that I can and I try and be holistic yeah. and, and bring everything to it. But you just go, there's part of you that just goes, but this isn't sustainable and it's not good for me in the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and although that's terrifying, because that was kind of my dream was to become a nurse unit yeah, manager. Now I'm like, oh, I'm unemployed. And I, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> But, but, it's um, but, but I mean, it's I mean, all those, all those emotions and all those feelings, all that discomfort, they're our messages, you know, like mm-hmm. pain is our message that we quickly take a Panadol to, to, to squash it down. But it's a message. And that, when I was working in the wellness room, the students would come in with a headache and I'd be like, okay, I want you to sit with a glass of water and just see what message comes to why you've got a headache. Mm-hmm. And often that's the fact that they haven't had a glass of bloody water, you know, like, so rather than give them a pharmaceutical, which is going to travel all the way through their body and through their mm-hmm. liver and do also, you know, if you read the back of that, you'd be like, no way. So um, we're just not used, we're just not used to, we're just not being programmed to sit and, and see what those messages are. And the two times that I, that I did, did my mat track moments like I look back now you know one time I was in an office that looked down to through a dirty window to a car park the other one was um I the windows outside were, were frosted and so now I work I call my office the sunny parlor it's north facing there's sun coming in I have pot plants everywhere you know I I make sure my my space my energy is is there to to support me mm-hmm. um, Whereas in those in those spaces and in and also the energy of the people, you know, like I now choose who my people are. I choose who I'm very discerning about who I work with, about mm-hmm. who I coach, um, who I who I interact with, because 
you know, I'm I'm so in tune with other people's energy. That's mm. that's um, often when you're a healer or a giver or carer, you know, you are highly empathic and highly sensitive, and in other people's in you can get mixed up on 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 other people's energy. So I'm very very discerning and mm. very I prioritize my well being because I I wouldn't be me if I couldn't care and give. So for me to care and give. I have to do, I have to receive. Mm. Um, so, so going back to your question about can mm. we go, can we go back? Yes, yes, we can. So there's some inner work that definitely needs to be done. And when you find someone, you know, like ourselves, or there's there's a few others, not many, just me and you, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you vibe with them. You know, when people work with me, I've got their back. I've totally mm. got their back and they get all of me, you know. And so in between sessions, they can contact me and go, oh, this thought's come up, you know, like whatever. And equally, I have a coach who's got mm. my back, you know, mm. and I have I now have a supervisor and a coach and I have a crew of people that I, that you know, I will only use them as my guiding northern star light. Um, so I've put lots of things in place to make sure that, I show up as the best version of myself, including boundaries. You know, if I woke up and I was like, oh man, I've had a curveball, something's happened in life. I can say, hey, everybody, I'm actually, I'm not at my best today. So let's let's rearrange this for, for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, or equally, you know, hey, Liam, I just got something to um, offload. Have you got the space, yeah. the, you know, the time, the space, the energy for me right now? So again, I'm putting, you know, I'm putting my boundaries and onto you and you you back to me so mm. that you can say, actually, you know why I don't, or yeah, I do, or could you choose someone else? So yeah, it's it's fascinating that the coaching um kind of phenomenon, it needs to come to healthcare. It needs to be integrated. It is just the critical, critical gap. And I was lucky enough to to have a coach. Um, it was more of a leadership coach, but it introduced me to coaching as a nurse mm. manager. And, you know, taking you, you've done nurse manager jobs, taking on those jobs, they are mammoth and they are pretty nasty yeah. um, in all sense of the word. You know, so there's so much happening and you're so responsible for so many people's, you know, well-being, their yeah. careers, their paid, like it's full yeah. on and there's no guidance. Mm-mm. Like we just promote people into these jobs. You know, and the thing is, is that as leaders, you know, well, you've read Brene Brown, we need to lead, you know, we need to, you know, we need to fall over, you know, mm. need to be seen to be falling over, need to be seen that you're accessing talk therapy, need to be seen that you're accessing a coach. Mm. So that then, you know, the, so you're, you're leading, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not, you're not telling them what to do. You're actually going, hey, mm. you know what, I actually have some supervision and I pay for it out of my own pocket you know or whatever um and so keep going back to your question about can we go Mm. back yes we can we need to change the limiting beliefs we've got so you know why are we working full-time yeah why are we working (laughs) full-time like why like why aren't we tag why aren't we tagging out from the front line you know why aren't we like tag out i'm done you know i'm empty i'm going to tag out here and the reason we're not is because we're not valued financially um so if we're valued financially we could go you know what actually i'm going to work four days a week and i'm on that fifth day when i would usually walk work i'm going to walk the beach mm. I'm, not, I'm not going to shop and 
do chores I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go and and do something that I know that will, will top me up yeah mm. or I'll go and have coaching yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah it's funny, isn't it, getting people to kind of reframe and, and invest in their professional development in that sense. It's funny yeah. because uh, people have some real, you know, questions, queries, but will happily go and sit in another clinical conference whereby, you know, there's no one talking about this stuff. There's no one talking in any programs, any university programs, any postgraduate qualifications yeah. where they say, you know, have you taken a moment to get to know yourself mm-hmm. so that you can develop within your nursing career? And, and also your money mindset you know mm. so it's interesting because um i've got funding so nurses can come and work for me through um through our eap funding um which is which is great um however it's also kind of like when you exchange that money it's it's an investment do you know what i mean so Absolutely. it's, it's kind of like even when you go to a restaurant you know and you pay for food you're investing in in the flavors and the um and someone serving you and your company so you, you, you're investing in that in that um in that atmosphere and in that opportunity and the same with same with when you take on take on a coach you know you're actually you're getting a return for your investment mm. or if you're going to a gym or whatever it is you know you're yep. getting a return for, for your money so um but when we don't have the money mindset and often carers and givers don't, they're kind of like, oh, I'm just here to make a difference and it doesn't matter what cost, even if it's at my own mm. physical expense. Um, uh, you know, that's that's my true um, soul-driven purpose. Um, whereas we, we, we're humans we and we can't do that. We, mm. we, we, we crumble and then we think we're weak because our leadership has has indicated that we need to be strong and, and be able to do this. And so then we mm. think we're weak mm. and we're hopeless and we're not worthy. None of that is true. Yeah. None of that is true. We're amazing. We just can't function at the pace and the speed and the demand that is now upon us. Mm. Yeah, and That's where a coach, a therapist, somebody you know in that space that healing space can help you navigate that you cannot do it you can try to do it alone but you're not going to succeed you need to work with someone so that you can have those transformations like you know look at your journey in terms of um you know what you've gone through and and i'll look at my journey like investing in a coach was the best thing that i ever did always psychologist always you know, it's just transformational. Yeah. So um, if you're listening and you're yeah. a nurse or a healthcare worker, yeah. go find a coach. Um, uh, you know, it, it's worth... Yeah. worth we're the conversion. <laughs> no, obviously, we're amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested, conscious of time and your time. And thank yeah. you so much for sharing everything that you've shared. Welcome. There are so many things that I would, we'll need to talk again because yeah. I can literally feel your energy here. And I'm truly yeah. grateful for that. Um, I wanted to ask you, kind of, if somebody's listening right now, mm-hmm. um, and they are, you know, feeling a little bit out of sync, they're not mm-hmm. feeling like they're in tune because they're having, you know, they're behaving out of sorts, or um, maybe they can't, they don't want to go to work, or things like that that we've kind of talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, what can they start doing now? What are the some small steps that they can do mm-hmm. to start filling their own cup? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm going to go back to saying find a coach that serves you just mm. because they've, like you and I, we've had lived experience and we've invested in ourselves and we've got all that we've got all the tools. Yep. So it's not like you have to start again. However, if that's 
if you're not quite there, mm. <laughs> um, then, you know, into nature, get yourself into nature and, and create moments of stillness and silence um, and find your voice, you know, find your voice to say, you know what, I'm actually not well at the moment and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take some days off and have guilt-free days off and just sit in nature in stillness and silence um, nurture yourself you know treat yourself like your best friend um, hug yourself whatever <laughs> you have to do um, and you know just get curious you know there's some great modalities out there there's kinesiology or spinal alignment or osteopath that you know if your if your house your body your house if the wiring and the plumbing and the framework are all out of alignment you can self-care all you like mm. and you're going to be like a bucket with a hole it's just going to seep on through <laughs> so you know just um yeah just get really curious to to the messages that are, are being said you know someone will just say hey oh you're having some time off a friend of mine she did and she tried this you know and that's a mm. message that's help each other you know share your journey with each other oh my gosh and that's, that. that, I mean that's part of my um yeah. business is is um sacred wisdom is bringing back all you know bringing back sharing stories you know mm. and norm mm. normalizing it's okay to not be okay and um mm. yeah and and leading that you know like I've really owned I've really been quite public about my latest um net trap moment because i'm like you know what me too yeah. human yeah. got the t-shirt <laughs> yeah, and you know and that resonates with people that authenticity yeah. resonates with people and and especially in our field it's important for people to recognize that they don't have to be yeah. you know that good old word resilient like just you know you just got to keep pushing and keep doing and and it's not realistic so um yeah, it's a lots of learning there for everybody listening. Lots of great yeah. tools, wisdom, yeah. and and insights. I'm so grateful for your time. Where can people find out more about what you're doing and the amazing yeah. work of Heart Place? Right, I'm, um, yeah, I'm heartplace.co.nz, um, and then on Instagram and Facebook, I'm heartplace with Nurse Jackie, so J A C Q U I. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty like I'm, I'm an advocate and an activist around around um, ensuring that I'm a champion of carers, a real champion mm. of carers, um, and yeah, making sure that that those who are in pain are, are being heard. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much for the work that you're doing. It's invaluable, you, and and, you, um, and it's you know it's it, it's the future. I say this all the time. It's the future of health. Um, to sustain our workforce and make sure that we've got nurses still in the profession moving forward. Um, it really is that serious, um, especially post-COVID. So thank you. Yeah, welcome, welcome. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you could leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you listen. Please feel free to tag us on social media and make sure you share it with your nursing peers so they don't miss out on all this goodness. Until next time, my high performance friends, stay forever curious.